Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. I'm Carl Stout. I'm Rebecca Bordeaux. Were you guys waiting for like, yeah. who was going to go first? We're not sure of yeah. sure order anymore, but I will always defer to Carl. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So today, which... We're going to finally cover the Defenders show. Because we finally caught up. Yes, no. I mean, I don't know how many times I can say I'm not reading this comic. So. Well, me, me, and, me and Carl can talk about it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's there is news on that front. It's ending at issue 10. Apparently. Brian Bendis uh, said on Tumblr that number 10 would be the finale and that was always planned whether we believe that or not based on him leaving yeah. is another matter but it does mean that nobody that we know is it is it it's initially not going to just segue into a new creative team a shiver just went up my spine because i heard the words bendis and tumblr in the same sentence it's like unnatural unholy <laughs> he posts <sighs> he answers a lot of questions on tumblr but then he posts them to his twitter like it retweets it, so um, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, Connor. He's in DC now. Only a matter of time before he's destroying Superman. <laughs> I mean, as long as he stays away from Superman. I yeah, care. I sadly I don't think that's gonna be how things play out. But then, yeah. hey, you know, we didn't want him on Iron put, Fist. Put him on characters I don't like. Unleash the. Bendis of war. You just put them on. I think he might get Shazam as well. What's funny is a lot of he could do Shazam. Yeah, I think he could do Shazam well. People want him to do a Nightwing solo. Oh my god, I would not read him writing Nightwing. He can't write sexy. Come on. Um. A lot of a lot of people are any of the women. Yes, I believe that is exactly what she said, Connor. <laughs> <sighs> good stuff, good stuff. Mmm. The coffee. Um, moving on. So, unless anyone had anything else to add about uh, Bendis. No, goodbye. Um, he said that a woman's going to be writing Jessica Jones after him. That's the only other good. bit of news. Um, and that he's picked his successor. I don't really know why he gets to pick her. He gets to write Jessica, but I guess it is his creation, so maybe he gets some say. But he shouldn't really. But I'm hoping it's Chelsea Kane, so that's all right because she's I mean, his friends. So that's. I'd we all know Siegel and Schuster got a lot of say about Superman. So did they? Yeah, I mean that's why I didn't want to make any snarky comments about it because maybe they actually do get a bit of a say. And you know, I, I don't think I, they do. <laughs> I, I don't think they generally do. But maybe you know, like he's had a lot of sway at Marvel. Maybe he gets a. I mean, I know Chelsea Kane wrote um, is the only other person who's written sort of Jessica as a solo title in one of the little anthology things, uh, probably for yeah. Civil War Two. Um, so, and I know she's a friend of Brian Bendis's. So hopefully, but I don't mind. I mean, it'll be interesting to see a woman write Jessica, honestly, but. Not because of anything except it'd be interesting to see anybody else write Jessica. You know what I'd like? What? I'd like a martial artist to write Iron Fist. I mean, goddamn. Yeah, we, didn't we discuss like, that the other day? Like, that would be kind of funky. 
I can't remember, but probably. There's yeah, I think it's come up Something before. I think about now and then. It's like someone Sorry. who actually knows martial arts writing. The problem is I don't know how many of those are writers, but... Like, Kerry knows martial arts movie, but it's obvious that he hasn't done martial arts. Unless he has, but I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Which mm. is something we'll talk about when we do Iron Fists. Um, but, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so Defenders show, right? Yes. Yes. The Netflix show, which okay, is well, what, they have just yeah. announced staying in Netflix. Disney is allowing all of the current Marvel shows to stay on Netflix. Yeah. So. Defenders, if there is another one, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and The Punisher will not be on the Disney streaming service coming next year. In America, at least. Right. Because we have no idea what's happening with the rest of the world. Um, but we will see. Yeah. But that's good. In a, I mean, it's, well, I don't think, Dis- I mean, like, Disney can't really be dying to get the R-rated content. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like it's. I mean, it's good that like we get some continuity. I mean, we still don't really know what the end date is for the Netflix deal and how long everyone's going to be happy to keep continuing in it. But you know, we know we're getting another season at least of each of the individual series, bar Punisher, because that's only just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So Rebecca gives the thumbs up too. Yes, I did. Like, I I finished Punisher and I enjoyed it. And I yeah. really, really didn't think I would, so... There you go. I'm halfway through. As a huge Punisher fan, there is something that'll probably annoy a lot of other Frank heads in the uh, first episode or two, but it's getting better as it goes, so... Here's her, and here's hoping... You say it gets more violent, right? Because it seems to be pulling a lot of its punches so far, so here's hoping it goes full there, there R-rated. are definite um, episodes where my entire episode notes are... Oh my god, gross, no, <laughs> and stop it, and like, what? So, um, and, and for some reason I think this will remind me what happened in the episode, but I don't. Um, definitely, I mean, they, they, they contain the violence in that it's not like full episodes of it. Um, you've got like maybe sort of 20 minutes of, of like... And, and it does get to like really like half an episode of pretty grim like uh, gruesome Excellent. stuff. I mean, I think they did well by having the, uh, someone from Hannibal come and show run it because it's the same kind Ooh. of um, that sort of um, visceral gore that you have to handle it quite well because you don't want to pe- put people off, but you want to show that this is what these characters would do. So, um, who here has read Punisher Max? I read it, but like years ago like 20 years ago or something so i and i haven't yeah. gone back and reread it ever so <laughs> and not because i dislike it just because i've been reading other stuff i mean I, i'm not a massive punisher fan yeah yeah uh, this is yeah this is heavily inspired by max and max is uh very violent and frank is not the most likable character in that he's very much a force of nature, so mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, defenders. So, do you guys have any? I mean, you guys like it. Let's start with that. Yeah. I thought it was okay. 
It is in yeah. my mid-range of Netflix ranking, Netflix Marvel ranking. Same. I liked it, but you know, it wasn't amazing. But uh, I'm not sure it ever could have got better. Like, I'm not sure how high it could, it could have, have gone. No, I'm sure. I'm not sure how high in my rankings it could have got because oh. a certain percentage of it always had to be how do they get together. Mm. But the villains were pretty bad. Yes. Yeah, that's, I mean, other than Sigourney Weaver, just being there was cool, but her character itself was kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. Villains, I feel like, will be the majority of the discussion. So you guys want to be to start with the pros or the cons? Let's go with pros. Okay. Iron Fist was 300% better than his own series. He was still Don't good in his own wine. series. He, he, was, he was better. better. I, I don't think I'd put percentages on it, but, like, but he was better. Well, because he, he'd grown as a character. He had more to play off as well, to be honest. Yeah, no. True. He had really good chemistry with the rest of them. Uh, I was really pleased to see those. Especially, like, spoilers ahead, especially at the end, there was a lot of uh, Danny and Matt yeah. stuff. And he got he because, did great with Luke, and... Oh, and the little bonding scene with Luke, it's like, oh, could this be the beginning of Power Man and Iron Fist? Yeah. There was no, no misty, conclusion. Though. There was no conclusion <laughs> to that. Oh, no. <laughs> so no, no. There was a conclusion to Danny and um, Daredevil. Daredevil. There was well, there was like a scene at the end. Uh, Daredevil was quote unquote dead, and you know he inspired Danny to sort of put on a costume, like strike a slab pose, and with his Adidas tracksuit, yeah, looking over Hell's Kitchen, and he's gonna sort of take over for Daredevil, protecting. Uh, the neighborhood or earth or whatever but with luke and danny there was no ending resolution scene no right i remember getting really annoyed because there was like four or five jessica jones scenes at the end and we didn't get a scene with luke and danny i was i was honestly annoyed that he don't even think he said hello to misty (laughs) yeah no they didn't interact at all i know and i'm like come on missing he was missing when Misty interacted yeah. with all the side characters. But we do know he's going to be in Luke Cage season two. So. Yes. And he's paying for an arm. Uh, yes. Yeah, which, yeah. I think I think everyone laughed when Misty got her arm cut off, because we were all waiting for her. I didn't laugh, you know, I did cheer, off. though, like, very yeah, loudly. I cheered, I was like, <laughs> yes, it's going to happen. It was just... It was just cut off so perfectly. Like I've never willed <laughs> someone to lose a limb as much as watching. Oh, that's Ooh. true. Not true. Watching Black Sails and waiting for Long John Silver Ooh. to lose his leg yeah. was uh, fairly similar. Because <laughs> you know it's going. You just gotta wait. I wasn't as sure Misty definitely would lose her arm until it was about to happen, and then I cheered. I just thought, I thought the cut was so perfect. Yeah, it was like it the was. exact correct length for her robot arm from the comics. I just thought it was really funny, and I, I cheered too. I was like, about time. Well, it depends who's drawing her. Some people do it all the way up to their shoulder. Yeah. But is it mm-hmm. gonna just 
And they've already sh shown pictures of her wearing it. There's been some shots. Yeah, it looks weird, but... It looks more like a, a real prosthetic, yeah. though. Which it's I think is... Yeah, but I quite like that. I mean, I, or I saw somebody say that they like it because <laughs> they've got a family member who's got a prosthetic arm and they felt Misty could be more of a role model if she looked more like, you know, like, I mean, we know what these things are like. It'll probably be upgraded four times before the end of the series. Right. Yeah. So it'll be getting busted every third episode. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, D Danny was good. He was, yeah, he did a lot of cool stuff. Um, I loved his dynamic with Stick. Yeah, the true hero of Defenders was Stick. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not sure there was any true hero in Defenders. <laughs> yeah. My only problem is I just got beaten up a lot. I'm still it's going the on that he's he's gonna yeah I mean I don't know I think that was kind of a necessity given how they've built the character so far but it hurts compared to the comics for sure. And he was just using his iron fist to just punch goons and that annoyed me because I was like especially just like cool. With yeah, that. that's kind of happening in the comics at the moment as well as oh. we've discussed. So <laughs> it's hard to maybe it's Marvel's new take on it all. Yeah, but he did He did have an awesome moment where he punched the entire room of goons down with mm -hmm. Madame Gao. Mm -hmm. That was the best use. That 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 fight scene with Madame Gao, Bakudo, and uh, the other dude with Danny... No, not Danny. Uh, Matt, Jessica, and Luke was so shoddy. Like, I thought it was really hilariously bad. Like, she's just sort of force-pushing things around. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, really? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Danny, good. Uh, Matt, I really liked Matt in the show. I thought the best yeah. fight was the boardroom. Oh, yes. yes sure. I completely agree. The boardroom was amazing. And Which happened, like, That's like right in the middle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was episode four. Episode three. Three or four. Okay, cool. It's the end of three. Um, I did find it really funny how just Luke has like hip hop music following him around. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's carrying like a stereo behind him or something. Where he goes. But yeah, that that boardroom fight was amazing. Yeah, the fight. I mean, I don't think the fight choreography in Iron Fist is bad, but like it was a lot better in this show. Yes. And I mean, the, the boardroom fight was the best fight in the series. Uh, it was really awesome. They fight in the boardroom. It's awesome. Uh, they have, the quips are good. Use each other's abilities to their advantage to back one another up. Then it rolls out into the hallway, and we get everyone else involved. And Danny yep. does use his iron fist to shatter a sword meant for Matt. It's all cool stuff. Yeah. And Danny was actually, uh, it's pretty funny, he ends up being the least whiny person in the show. <laughs> because he was the only one who wanted to do anything. Everyone else was like, oh, oh, this is crazy, ninjas, I don't want to do it. Especially Matt. Like, Jesus, dude. And Jessica as well, she actually leaves <laughs> during the restaurant and then comes back. 
Um, but yeah, Danny was like the least whiny person. It was uh, everyone's biggest gripe online about Danny was him introducing himself as the immortal Iron Fist to every single person he meets. That was kind of funny. However, being a huge fan of old school seventies kung fu movies, yeah, I think that's a shout out to them because in all those movies, the hero fully introduces himself to every single person he meets and then usually tells them his quest. Yeah, but the problem is, when you mix that with people who aren't doing that, you, you can't mix the styles. You can't take that and mix it with like a random like modern up-to-date thing and expect it not to stand out. It did stand up out and sound funny. But like, I'd rather, I would rather he was mocked for that than like some other stuff. It's his character, though. Like, he, it, it, he's... I mean, not to beat a dead donkey to death, but he, he's a Kun Lun boy. Yeah, yeah. He's very formal. He speaks completely differently to everyone else. Um, and he, like, he's getting a bit more like a real person, but he's not quite there. Yeah, I mean, I didn't <laughs> mind it. I just, I just... I can see why people laughed about it. Yeah. Yeah, I I really liked Daredevil. Uh, it took him a while to put the costume on though, mm-hmm. but it was awesome when he did uh, when he saved Jessica from uh, the crazy Japanese member of the hand. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. I remember he was like skinning a bear or something in his first scene though. Oh yeah, I can't, yeah, I know who you mean. That he killed yeah. with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah, Daredevil was great. Uh, it felt. Okay, let but uh, I have other points to make, but let's just go through. No, let's just let's just do it now. So, Daredevil was great, and uh, Daredevil and I disagree. But one of the problems with the show is it based like the main plot so heavily on those two shows that like Jessica and Luke, um, especially Jessica, sometimes felt like it's, it's a bit of a like. What are they doing there? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't they choose villains that they all had a stake in? Like, we had a bunch of stuff with Jessica around the start where she was investigating. It's like, that was cool, but she was investigating stuff that all the other characters already knew. Yeah. So it was kind of pointless. There um, was there was a lot of... I, it, the problem is it was, what, eight episodes and it still felt drawn out at times. Yeah, and I think, like, yeah, they definitely could have made it feel not drawn out, but I just think it was a really poor choice. Maybe not a poor choice of villains, but poor execution of the villains. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, one of the things I never thought I would think, because even the sh- Netflix shows I like the least, the villains are always really, really good, but in this show, the villains sucked. Uh, Sigourney Weaver was wasted. She sort of just stood there talking about how old she was all the time and then she died and Electra I I will say Electra was probably my favourite part of the show even though she made no sense Um, I just loved her uh, portrayal and she just reminded me a lot of Electra from the comics which she didn't remind me of in Daredevil season 2 I didn't think that was Electra but this seems like Electra to me and I loved her, but she didn't make sense either. 
So, no, but at least she had an interesting story arc, and I could buy it within the context of the shows. Uh, yeah, but the, the whole thing. Okay, she's the black sky. The black sky is the super important thing that the hand have. It's like their nuke to end all nukes. But all we don't, we still don't find out what it is or why it's important. Oh, it's important. She True. can punch. She can punch Luke Cage into a wall. Like we don't know what she is either. Like she's she's like a super zombie. See, all of it sort of implied before. Even the show applied like a Shadowland sort of thing. Yeah, like, I kind I thought, of I kind of thought she was like you know, the Yang to the Iron Fish Ying, since they are all from Kunlun, and that was the flip side of the Iron Fist. I didn't get that. From it. Because it was Iron Fist's, you know, job to put them down. That was their defense. The Iron, yeah, that was the other thing. The Iron Fist was around before they left, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he had. So it's, it sort of became the Iron Fist's purpose, but... Let's be yeah. honest, the whole lot of the history there has been totally screwed with this TV oh, show. Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make much sense. Yeah. Hopefully... The, Immortality was granted by eating the fruit from the tree of life, not black bone marrow from dragon bones. That was just the hand's immortality, though, because they still mention the tree in Iron Fist. So, I mean, there's a lot of problems with, uh, like, a lot of stuff was not explained in Iron Fist and is still not explained in Defenders. Yeah. The biggest thing is obviously what happened to Kunlun. It's yeah. just, just like not explained at all, and then Danny decides at the end, I'm gonna protect New York, and it's like, wait, what about Kunlun? Mm-hmm. Are you like really upset about that? And I, I, re- I remember I read an interview with the writers, and they're like, oh, Kunlun's a question that'll be answered in Iron Fist season two. It's like you know you didn't answer the question. Why did you have his character just go? Oh, I'll protect New York. Forget about one. I think there's definite sort of the the shows don't all sink in perfectly, and there's, there's no. and we we said at the start there was a slight issue with having the hand as a, a baddie for trying to fit the Iron Fist mythology in with the hand as as yeah. fully as they tried to do, and I think they're kind of struggling against that. They can't really go to the comics for answers because then they ain't gonna get them. Yeah. You know, he said in one of the episodes that his job as the Iron Fist was not only to protect Kunlun, but it was to protect it and destroy the hand. Yeah, he's, I mean, he said that in Iron in Fist as well. Yeah, but he said that in Iron yeah. Fist as well. But it's just like, but that's, I think that's the problem they've got is that, like, they then they've had to tie the hand mythology in with Kunlun, which doesn't fit in with any of the comics. Right, which has never been tied. Right, so, but they, they, that, that's what they tried, and I guess we're saying unsuccessfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to backpedal a bit before I forget uh, with the Black Sky thing, is they set it up to be like Shadowlands, and I assumed Electra was going to be a vessel for the Beast. Yeah, which is what I thought as well. And then it turns out she was there to... Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> it's like there's no explanation. 
and the the whole hands like their big end game is just to get more go go juice. It's like, well, that that means you just keep fighting the hand. That doesn't mean that they win. And why is there a dragon graveyard in New York? And why is there a Kunlun Wall there? And like, well, I'm ah. guessing there was a portal to Kunlun there. But they 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 didn't. I know, I know. We don't know. To explode. Um, it just made no sense. Nothing makes sense. And they they concluded it as well. Like, the hand... I don't think the hand will be coming back. Not in Daredevil, anyway. I would find it surprising if it did. And it's just... Like, Madame Gao escaped at the end. She scuttled off. And I think the, the angry Japanese man did, too. Uh, Bakudo didn't rest in pepperoni. I love Bakudo. He was great in this. I love how he just shows up and he's like, Colleen, I'm one of the good guys. You can trust me. It's like, really, dude? <laughs> like, she's not really going to fall for that one. <laughs> cool Sorry. as a cucumber, Bakudo. But, uh, well, we don't know what they got away because they were in the colla- underneath the collapse of the building. And that got away. I mean, they, they actually showed Madame Gao, like, running away, so I assume... That yeah, like, the they wouldn't have stuck to the floor with a piece of reed bar through his chest. All oh, right, yeah. Well, he didn't get away, I guess. Um, <laughs> well, they probably still got to use Madame Gao and Iron Fist. I guess because of the ending. Yeah. Where she was like listening into Davos and Joy with like an evil, evil walk drinking tea. Because that's what evil people do. Are we on the cons list yet? Are we on the what? The cons. I I think we've not really been talking. I think think we're talking about a few cons. It's hard to just talk about the pros without going into the cons. Really. I was very disappointed that we didn't get a kingpin cameo. I don't know know where they'd have put him in, though. Yeah, I don't well, think he, he was involved in the whole real estate deal for the building and all that. So. Yeah, but what I mean is, if he's in jail in the universe currently. Yeah, but he's he's still got his finger out there. You know what I mean? He's still yeah. being informed of what's going on. I mean, just a simple someone coming to report, like the building fell at the very end. I would have been happy. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm sad we didn't get to see Ward. Just because... Yeah. I like Ward. Because they went... He went to Rand and we're like, oh, cool, we're going to see Ward. Yeah. Ward's on holiday. So it's like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> or he's out on a business trip or something. He's probably off his head on drugs somewhere, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's cleaned up now that he's not... Yeah, you know, but you know. Crap. Giving fingers to all the cameras... <laughs> yeah so let's we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to more hand stuff makes no sense later uh, which oh my god none of them makes sense okay let's come back to it now so the, only one of them cares about the black sky at this point yeah and they're all arguing about it and they just they never tell us what the black sky is for they never they never really hint at it either. Like, I guess they hint at Shadowlands stuff, but they never do anything with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? I just, uh, it just boggles my mind. 
really does. I just oh, they just shouldn't have used the hand, honestly. They should have just like a villain everyone could think. So like every time Jessica was on screen, I'm like, well, why is she there? They should use the villain that they were all like a, like a big crime lord, like the kingpin or something. Yeah. But he has more resources now, so he's scarier and bolder, and they have to team up to fight him. But yeah. Um, but moving on, yeah, I guess uh, Luke was Luke. I didn't really like him in Defenders. Maybe a self-righteous jerk. But that seems to be Luke. I quite I liked that's him. I thought I have, he was fine. Yeah. yeah that's the problem I have with Luke in the comics as well, I guess, is that he's a self-righteous jerk. Uh, yeah, he was... I guess he was their tank. Yeah. <laughs> He'd take all the bullets and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he was quite good at doing that in that in the boardroom where he's like step aside, kind of like that was cool. Yeah, he used to give us a shield, and it was, was always good. Cool seeing him and Iron Fist uh, yeah. fight together. And uh, Jessica, I the funniest part was mine. him putting on Matt's T-shirt. Yeah, that's cool. In Defenders. Yeah, doesn't he throw? A t-shirt. Um, she gives him a t-shirt. Yeah, a she gets. Claire gives. Claire, it's got holes in it. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, that's for my friend." Yeah. Oh, and it that was up. an Iron Fist, wasn't it? Yeah, that, I think it was an Iron Fist. Oh, was, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blurring the two. Yeah. Claire, it, it does it to your head. Um. Yeah, Jessica, I guess I, I cheered when Jessica lifted the elevator up at the end, because I'm like, yay, she did something. <laughs> I like Jessica in it a lot. But it's like, if you don't like the characters going in, then Defenders yeah, wasn't going to do anything to change your mind on them, any of them. It wasn't, it wasn't really that I didn't like her, it was just more that she didn't like her, and I guess Luke had a bit more to do, but she didn't seem to have anything to really do in Defenders, because as I said, they made the plot about, like, the hang. <clears throat> Sorry, the hands, and I'm still not like 100 percent sure what Jessica's powers actually are. Well, it's kind of the same in the comics, though, isn't it? I mean, they're yeah. never that specific about them. We know she can fly a bit. We know she's strong. It's like mm-hmm. and tough, but not bulletproof. No. And we got everyone's, uh, we got, like, side characters from every show as well. Yeah. We got uh, Karen, Foggy, Colleen, Claire Temple. Uh, Misty. You know, yeah, Misty. No punch. Uh, Malcolm. A few no of the other bit parts from Luke as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think Punisher would have, I don't see how it would have helped. Yeah, I mean, is anyone else really disappointed Claire didn't die? Always. <laughs> like, I thought, okay, she's going to die, and they're all going to team up, and then she didn't die. I'm like, oh, is she going to pop up in every show still, or is she just going to pop up in, probably just like... No, probably in yeah. one of them. Please get away from Iron Fist. Yeah. Oh, I'm still having nightmares about the Tiger Claws, and... Oh, like, God, that was so funny. Oh, man. <sighs> Like awesome. her, her cameo in Jessica Jones is good. Yeah. 
not good an artist. Because <laughs> it wasn't a cameo. It was... Uh, she's beating up trained ninjas. I mean, listen to the Iron Fist episode if you guys want to hear about that fun adventure. But, yeah. And I guess we had the... the fly, yeah. I don't know if... So I'm just trying to choose... How about you guys talk a bit? You guys choose where this discussion goes. Well, I don't really... I mean, I think... I don't know. I just think we've talked about a lot of it. Um, I don't know yeah. how much more I have to say about the Defenders. I, I think it didn't really live up to its potential, but I still... But I'm also kind of... I don't know... Like I said, I, I know that it would have... An, I don't know what they could have done. I don't know. They all had chemistry together. I think that yeah. was a big important thing. Uh, let's let's talk about that fight with uh, Danny and Matt and the other defenders. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, Carl, you have something to say about that. I'm sure. <sighs> yeah, really. You know, you know, Matt Data was was, was a stick cutting off the dude's head. <laughs> You don't matter that Daredevil everybody was everybody like in shock. Well, no, because it's they've already set the character up that he's not that good right now. So uh, Daredevil right now, unfortunately to say, is the straight out better fighter than Danny, which technically he shouldn't be, but he is. Mm-hmm. And. Danny, as he is now also unfortunately doing in the comic books, whenever he goes up against somebody, it's the Iron Fist that bails his ass out. And it really shouldn't be. He's a multi-talented, skilled martial artist, and he constantly has to rely on the Iron Fist against everybody now. Yeah. Well, I still think I don't, know. I don't I don't think they've I think we're coming at it very much from people who know the comics very well. I don't know how much they've established that he's the greatest fighter without the Iron Fist within the show's context. Right. So I don't I don't I mean like yeah, yeah it's disappointing for us, but I, I don't know if it matters. I just I mean like I, I want the shows to be consistent, I want them to make sense to people, but it's like there's still a lot of the defenders still was pretty air. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, the other problem is, I guess, if you have Daredevil to lose to Iron Fist, like you have to have Daredevil be the best at something in the group. Mhm. And you know, having him, I guess. Well, I mean, honestly, I think the fight could have gone either way. Still, like we didn't really get to see all of it, but yeah. Yeah. If, if like, Daredevil just jobs to Iron Fist, then it's kind of like... Uh, I guess they're going the route that Daredevil's, like, very seasoned and experienced. Uh, even though we all know it doesn't make sense because Danny beat up a dragon, but... <laughs> like, whatever. It was, it was a cool scene. Um, like, he still, he still punched Luke around and stuff, so... Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't think there's much else to talk about, really. We... Just, there's only so much we can. There's only so many times we can say the villains were really disappointing. It didn't make any sense. Uh, it was really cool to see Bakudo back, though. I still enjoyed uh, watching it. I'll say. I mean, like, I didn't have an awful yeah. time watching it. It never slipped into hate watching. It just never became. Oh my god! It's I can't wait my, for the yeah. next episode. Yeah, it's not my least favorite 
a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not at yeah. the bottom. Literally, the, the, um, the two just, yep. cheering moments was the boardroom and Misty losing her arm. Yeah, which are both heavily Iron Fist related. I think so there was a good. couple more cheering yeah. moments, like uh, Danny punching Luke in that first meeting. Yeah, that first meeting I w- was great. I will say the trailer... The trailers ruined way too much. I didn't really watch them. That's what they do with them now every time. I don't even watch trailers anymore because it's just yeah, like... I'm, it's all I'm the best it, it ruined uh, Matt meeting Jessica. Can you imagine if he didn't know that was going to happen? Yeah. Like, Matt just walks in the room. They ruined Daddy punching Luke. But, I mean, that being said, we all knew that was coming. So Yeah. But, yeah. I would like to discuss my biggest disappointment. Okay. There's biggest <coughs> disappointment in the film. <laughs> yes. All right. Huge spoiler. If for some unknown reason you haven't seen this, skip like the next three minutes. The whole stupid plot of this entire show was the hand used all their magical black goop which is apparently bone marrow from ancient dragons from Kun Lun, which somehow also used to be on Earth, and their skeletons are scattered. So they need to find more dragon bones because they used it all to make Black Sky slash Electra, and now all the elders are out of the juice. So they got to be careful, and they're aging, and they're slowly dying. And, of course, there's a skeleton under the ground in New York City, which falls back to Daredevil with a giant hole at the construction site. It's now got a building over it. So we find out what's at the bottom of that hole is some magical protected wall, which was kind of cool, with writing from Kanlan all over it. And so they need the Iron Fist to unlock it, because somehow Iron Fist locked it thousands of years ago. Because literally, with that much sediment above it, it's been thousands and thousands of years. So, of course, they get Iron Fist trickery to unlock it. And in it, it opens up, and it's bones of a skeleton. Huge opportunity missed here. Iron Fist sealed this. So, it would have been the perfect chance for an altar or some type of Iron Fist with the Book of Kun Lun so Danny could use learn some new stuff like he has in the comics and possibly a spare uniform. Hmm could have got him getting the book, becoming a better fighter, learning more abilities that the Iron Fist can use, because since he literally, I got the Iron Fist and I split, he really doesn't know what to do with it other than I can punch stuff and deflect bullets that comes later. And it would have gave him a uniform. He didn't need to put it on in Defenders, but they could have shown him having it. Yeah. And then the whole thing 
with putting the city in jeopardy is that because the bones are under the foundation of the city, once they pulled them all out to take the bone marrow, they would the city would collapse. It would create a sinkhole, which the villains said they had done before. Some, I think they said France or Paris they did it, and the city yeah. collapsed rebuilt. Actually, that's the thing we should probably mention. It didn't. It, they did pretty much say that the city would collapse if they, if they kept this thing open. So I guess there's that. It wasn't just go go juice, but yeah. I mean, if you talk, if we're talking about waste opportunities, the whole main plot it was just a waste option because they set everything up perfectly. Hell, and even Dead Devil season one, they set everything up. Just use what they set up, and then either they haven't read the comics or they completely misinterpreted what they set up, and they made this like weird lame plot that was full of disappointment. So, yeah. Can we talk about Daredevil's uh, death? <laughs> Let's. Well, it wasn't... I mean, it was like, oh, and then two minutes later, you're like, oh. So it wasn't even really a death. Yeah, I know, but we all we all knew we had Daredevil Season 3, but, I mean, it was a nice, dramatic note to end on, especially with the way it would affect, like, the other characters, uh, which I guess it mostly affected Danny, but, yeah. And I guess, yeah, that sets up Daredevil Season 3. I mean, because let's face it, he's pretended to be dead a lot of times before, so... Correct. Yeah. We have the whole fight-to-the-death lovers duel battle at the end, and the building collapses on them, and everyone thinks they're dead. And then we go yeah. to the credits, and then why was, the end credit scenes. Why was Daredevil suddenly a match for Elektra? I don't, there's uh, because they dated in college. Because <laughs> there's there's really was no chemistry that we saw other than they dated for a little bit and moved on. They had plenty of chemistry in season two though. Yeah. yeah. Well, they like um, people together. Yeah. <laughs> She's a sadomasochist, and she I gets thought with them beat people up. I thought, um, like, uh, I thought it was a bit harsh how, what, Carrie, uh, Carrie, no, <laughs> Karen and Foggy were, like, the only ones at Matt's funeral. Yeah. It's like, really? Like, not Danny, not any of the other defenders, not, like, all the people he's helped out at the firm, uh, not, not. Like, I mean, the priest was there too, but it's like, really? That's it? Why is there, like, so many people showing up to his funeral? What the hell? I know, right? That, that bugged me. Um, I did I did like Foggy's reaction, though. Like, he sort of knew that this would happen eventually, so he wasn't... Wasn't that like, surprised, yeah. He, he wasn't an emotional wreck like Karen was. He was like, yeah, I kind of knew this was coming. Yeah, In but fact, to be Foggy fair, stated, Karen yeah. quickly forgets by Punisher. I guess I haven't seen the whole show, so I'm not sure if she ever brings up Matt. I'll be disappointed if she doesn't, because, yeah. Do they even know the ending to Defenders when they were doing Punisher, though? They all work in offices next to each other, apparently, so... 
It wouldn't have been that hard for them to find out. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, hmm. I guess I don't really have anything else to add about the show. No, I don't have a huge amount to say about it. I think that's, that's probably why there's not really been an episode <laughs> about it. Yeah, we're not really burning to discuss it, I guess. Uh, it was good. Watched it. But, um, yeah, Iron Fist was good. So, like, that's the most important thing for this podcast anyway. And for me, Iron Fist and Daredevil were good. And they got, like, scenes together and character development off each other. And that was, like, eh, I was, like, super excited about yeah, all that. So that I love cool. that. Um, when I love two favorite characters interacting. Just never thought I would see the day, really. But there we go. Um, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed the show. I just didn't think it was as good as some of the other ones, and I thought the villains were terrible. But yeah, like it. It was it, watchable. It wasn't memorable. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not going to go back to it. There'll be no yeah. second viewing for me. I'm probably That's not going to go back yeah. to it. I haven't gone back to it, let's put it that way. Um, I've watched Iron Fist twice. I've watched Daredevil Season 1 three times, Season 2 twice. And Defenders is going to fall into the Jessica Jones, Luke Cage wormhole of... I haven't... I'm not probably not going to rewatch it. Uh, which is... And I guess that says something a bit different because, like, as... You know, I don't really care that much about Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, but Defenders has Iron Fist and Daredevil in it, and I'm still probably not going to rewatch it for a long time. So, yeah. Not bad, though. Just, just uh, I think the villains and the plot, that that's what really hurt it. Mm-hmm. But everything else is fine. Yeah? Do, any... any um, any other thoughts you guys have, or is uh, that pretty much it? That's pretty much it. Well, my thought right. is, since you both seen JLA, your thoughts. Ooh, you yes. mean Justice League? Let's not get too. Yeah, sorry, Justice. League. I, I, I just, I need to keep myself like from making the from knowing what I'm talking about. So, uh, Justice League. What How my thoughts? Was Justice League. Have you not seen it? I have not. I've read a lot of reviews online from different people. Uh, the DC diehards are all, I love it. It's brilliant. It's the best thing ever. It's better than Wonder Woman. Uh, but other people who have a wider spectrum to their fan stuff say it's a good movie. It's fun. The storytelling, however, is a hot mess. And I'm seeing that a lot from the non-DC fanboys. They're not saying it sucked. They're not saying they hated it. They all liked it. But they're saying storytelling-wise, you can tell that there was two directors. Stuff does not mesh. I guess a lot of stuff got cut out that Snyder did. Thoughts. Do you want to take it first? Uh, uh, do you want to take it first? I'm easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, because I'm as I'm not a DC fan 
boy or girl, but I do like my DC. Um, I think I think the harsh criticisms are overly harsh. A lot of why you can tell which bits Joss did are not just the quippy dialogue, which didn't seem that out of place. There was a couple of ones where you're like, eh, but most of them were like, you want them to get on and join into a group, so it's fine. Um, you can tell mostly because of the horrific CGI on the moustache, which was unnecessary, but it makes Henry Cavill look like a different person at times. Like, the opening to the film, I'm like, is that even the same actor, even though I know it is, because of this stupid decision that was out of all of their hands, except unless Warner Brothers had said, let's delay the film. Well, as a film, look, it is enjoyable. It's a fun film. There's nothing, like, there's nothing awful, awful about it. Everything you can... You can nitpick it to like, as much as you can nitpick, but unless I nitpick my Marvel stuff as as much, I'm not going to go into the sort of nitpicking stuff I didn't like. Um, I liked Superman in it. It was great to see Superman be a good and hopeful and smiling. Uh, I liked Lois in it, which I maybe didn't like in some of the Superman films as much. Um... I like some of the other characters we've not seen before who aren't necessarily part of the main Justice League. I liked uh, Flash. I liked Cyborg more than I thought I would because I thought I thought I'd come out thinking Cyborg. What's the point? But I actually quite liked him. Uh, Batman probably went slightly down in my estimation from previous films, mm. um, and all the other ones probably went up. Uh, Wonder Woman was fine, not as good as in Wonder Woman was still fine though. You could definitely tell a man had made the film, and it doesn't matter which man, because there were upskirt shots, which I think were highly unnecessary, and they could have come from either director, because Joss is, like, just as bad. Got to point out 300 there. Yes, 300, again, but he just, but but the fact that her, her costume looked shorter, because I could see her butt more. Like, whether it was shorter or not, I don't know. I don't want to see her ass, And I don't mean in-costume ass. Like, and I get that all the men are wearing bigger costumes. Either give her a bigger costume or don't... Like, it, it's just noticeable from Wonder Woman where they managed not to have one shot like that that was directed by a woman. And it didn't make me hate the film. It, that's maybe one of the, the sort of nitpicky nick, thing. I think, look, the story was... <coughs> standard superhero fare of get a gang together kill a bad guy that isn't the world's greatest villain he's not going to stand up in any of the villain of the year contests but he's marvel have had just as bad villains um so you know i thought it was fine i'm not going to go see it again um but that doesn't mean i didn't enjoy the time i had is is my take on it Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's it's pretty much a Marvel movie in DC form. It, like, I don't feel like it had much substance at all, but it was fun. The characters played off each other well. Uh, Superman was amazing. Uh, I really loved all of his scenes. Uh, the, the best scene in the movie by leaps and bounds is a Superman scene. And from everyone I've talked to, they really liked him as well. Uh, I really liked The Flash. I really liked Aquaman. I really liked Cyborg. I feel like Cyborg was underutilized and underdeveloped, though, because he played such an important part, but uh, he just didn't have as much screen time as I think he should have. But I know that they've cut so much of that movie. Apparently, yeah. Um, 
you know, like we, we the the original runtime was two hours and fifty minutes, so they've cut fifty minutes on the movie, and who knows like what else they've cut in the reshoots. Speaking of the reshoots, they were so obvious. Like, really obvious. Um, you could tell which scene was done by Whedon, which scene was done by Snyder. Uh, a, due to the weird zombie mustache thing Henry Cavill had going on. But B, uh, just, like, even Ben Affleck, he looks so different from when he originally shot the movie to the reshoots. He looks unhealthier. Uh, and, like, the lighting is completely different. Goes from, like, Zack Snyder from, to, like, a TV movie, I guess. Um mm-hmm. But, you know, like, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't... I, I enjoyed it more, like, the than the theatrical Batman v Superman. Like, it was somehow less of a mess than that it was. It was enjoyable, that's why. Like, the editing in that theatrical yeah. Batman v Superman was just, like, so bad. But in this, despite the fact that, like, 50% of the movie seemed reshot, uh, the editing was, like, nowhere near as bad as that. So, yeah, um, I liked, uh, uh, I'm glad I watched One Woman beforehand, because I like seeing the Amazonian stuff come back, like my Greek stuff, uh, even though they were completely useless, like they weren't One Woman, it was still cool that it was there. Um, uh, yes, spoilers ahead, do you care about spoilers, Carl? Uh, actually, no, I won't give any spoilers. Do it. No, no. Do it. Do it. Just, just in case there's people listening who haven't seen it, but there's some pretty skip. cool Easter eggs. Yeah, there um, are. A blue right, lantern Skip ahead five seconds. Skip ahead ten seconds. Yes, there's a Green Lantern Easter egg. And it's great. And there's a Green Lantern that fights in like an ancient battle, and it's pretty awesome. It so, is great. Um, I yeah. cheered. Um, Having just read yeah, the, Green Lantern. So yeah, I liked it. Um, I I liked. Oh yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't talked about Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder Woman. I still I'm still not convinced that Gal Gadot is like the best actress. Like I really liked the Wonder Woman movie. It's my second favorite DC EU movie. But I feel like yeah, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about her acting. Um, I guess her portrayal of Wonder Woman's fine. Uh, yeah. She was better in like I I could I hated her character in Batman v Superman, but she was a lot better in this and her own. She movie, didn't have a lot so. to do in Batman v Superman though. I mean, she I just agree. yelled. Yeah. And yeah. Um. Oh, and the Flash. I thought the Flash was great. I know some people hate the Flash, but I thought he was really good. I liked him very as well, much. Yeah. He was very much like Quicksilver in the X Men movies, but that's not really a bad thing. And. Like him, I guess him and Superman share the best moment in the movie. They I'll do much, twice. So. Yes, and they're <laughs> really good. Like even, I like how we can actually say that the best moment in the movie twice, but only because it's Superman and Flash. Even people who didn't like the movie like think that that Flash and Superman thing uh, moment was like yeah. really well done. So yeah, yeah, I'm quite pleased with it. Um, makes me uh, yeah, like watching all this uh. Zack Snyder, Greek sort of stuff. I know he didn't do Wonder Woman, but yeah, it makes me want to watch 300 again, even though I don't really feel like he, um, men's He quite. did some of the story sketching for Wonder Woman, though, didn't he? Like, the overall... I think he was he was as involved... I think he did a lot of the story yeah. with... Like, he co-wrote it with other people. And, so to be fair, of... while everyone's knocking Snyder, he was uh, integral in casting them all. 
and um, that's not bad. That's a pretty big role, given that we're saying we like them all. I mean, in, in Batman is maybe out of everyone's hands, but he's not a bad. It wasn't a bad choice of casting, but like he helped, he helped cast Gal and and all the others, and I think did a good job there. So well done, Zach. I mean, yeah, I, I like Zach. I don't have a problem with him. I'm not sure how his version of Justice League would have turned out. I'm hoping we get like a Snyder cut or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would like to see how different it is. Um, and you're like, yeah, he he co-wrote Wonder Woman, you know. Um, yeah, like I guess I think I think you know, I think he was kind of like Nolan was in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense? Um, like I I think because there's still a lot of people who like Man of Steel, but none of the others. And I think like a lot of them are thinking it's because like Nolan is the reason. Yeah, that that I one think is good. So. And the other, and I can see where they're coming from, but yeah. So that's my thoughts. I enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I'm. It, it's pretty much a Marvel movie, like I. Except it's with it's with Henry Cavill as Superman, so I'm always going to enjoy it more. You know what I mean? But uh, oh, villain Seven Wolf, awful, yeah. awful, 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 awful. Might even be worse than Malekith in Thor: The Dark World. And holy crap, that is saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, he is so bad. He's just the epitome of forgettable. Who cares? Who gives a turd? Um, but, yeah. Anyway, that's my thoughts. There you go, Carl. You should watch it. Yeah, it's worth watching. And the kids will love it. Just for Thor. Thor's amazing. But... Ragnarok? Yeah. Haven't seen it. Uh, Thor's great, but if you've seen any of Taika Waititi's other films, it's completely that sense of humour. Not throughout... But there's moments that if you love it, you'll love it. And if you hate it, they'll really take you away from the film. I think the storyline's good. The acting's good and the casting's good. There's just some moments of humour where I'm like, didn't need that. Didn't need that. But then other people have found it hilarious. So it's a humour thing where it, it'll either carry you along. Or, but the actual story I liked it had consequences. It had the new characters are great. Um... Yeah, blah blah blah. Anyway, it's good. I, I'd say it's fun and enjoyable, and can completely see why it's doing well. And they should have let Hemsworth be, probably be a bit more like this Thor throughout. Hasn't it hit like eight hundred million already worldwide? I don't know. I know it opened to one hundred twenty-two domestic. Last week it was at six sixty. Yeah. Done, like, I don't really follow the, the numbers too well, but yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm I'm sure it's gonna do okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Alright. That wraps it up, Connor. I think so. The trifecta yep. back together. Hooray. Um, yes. So Apologies for anything we missed, because uh, I didn't really plan this out as much as I did the Iron Fist episode, because someone, me, fell asleep. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, until next time, may your fist cover that weird zombie CGI mustache and, like, just <laughs> do anything else to make it look less weird, and make something onto a thing of iron, punch some ninjas that are undead, and... and tracks. Yeah. Peace. Bye. Adios. 
Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.